This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, like wows and joke of the day. We also have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us here on the podcast. This is podcast episode 10. Today, we're talking with Manners about developing independence and how camp helped him grow some grit. We know that it can be scary to send children out into the world, but we also know that the experience that they have at camp prepares them for that world. They get to meet people from different backgrounds and cultures. They experience nature in a new and profound way. And by intentionally giving them opportunities to do things they would not get to do at home, we give them a chance to showcase their independence. And that means when they go out into the world, they are more independent and they are more prepared for it. And now we reach that point in the program where we read some wows. Wows are, of course, shout outs, little notes that say thank you or job well done. Uh, we have one, two, three that were contributed to the wow inbox. As always, you could email us wow at goldarrowcamp.com and we'll read those here on the podcast. Wow to Punky. Thanks for helping me get through everything this summer from Jill. Wow to Bambino. Wow for introducing us to all to the energy bus. Ooh, big deal, the energy bus from Sunshine. And finally, wow to Bean for being just about the program di- best program director on the planet. And that's from me because I think Bean's pretty great. Oh, welcome to the podcast, Manners. Hello. Thank you for having me, Sly. So glad you could be here all the way from cold and dark England. Yeah, thank you for flying me out. Hey, it's the, it's the least we could do for a, for a 10-minute interview on a podcast. <laughs> Not everybody listening might know could you kind of tell us about yourself, where you're from, what you do, and how you came to work at Gold Arrow? Yeah, I'm Manners. Uh, I live in Nottingham in England. Uh, I'm a student studying for my master's in maths at the moment. Um, and around two years ago, around this time of the year, two years ago, uh, I went to a big, um, I went to a camp fair, met Cappy at this camp fair, and um she, she told me about Gold Arrow and told me about where it was and what they did, and it just sounded incredible. So I, I hopped on a plane, came over, um, but yeah, I've been there for the last two summers now. It's been great. I just wondered if you found the weather nicer in California or in England. Oh, so much nicer in California. It is, it is below freezing right now here. Oh. It's very cool. I have my big coat and everything. And, and you're just dreaming about California summer, I can tell. This time around, we're talking about developing independence. Uh, At camp, you've generally worked with some of our youngest campers. How do you help them develop their independence at camp? Um, I like at camp, everyone, there's so much more you do at camp compared to when you're at home. You have to, you know, when we wake up, first thing, you've got to get out of bed. You've got to get some clothes on so we can go and get some breakfast. And, you know, you've got to do pretty much everything yourself. And I know when I was the age of my camp is like six, seven, eight. Sure. And um, I relied a lot on my mum and dad to do a lot of those things that we sort of take for granted as doing at camp. Um, and it's really nice. It's it's nice to be able to help to help all the to help my camp 
and help them with things that they're really struggling with. But it's so much nicer when you see them, you know, halfway through a session at camp, starting to do these things for themselves, whether it's even if it's just motivating themselves to do something that they were scared to do. Um, and, you know, it's just all about encouraging them to take the lead on a lot of things, take, sure. take the initiative and work with each other rather than uh, myself, my co-counselors sort of, you know, having to force the issue and making it happen, which is really nice. Do you think that camp develops independence because it kind of says, I believe you can do this, where oftentimes parents are kind of like, oh, they aren't quite old enough yet? Yes, actually, I have a brilliant example about this um, from last summer. So at the start of the summer, uh, before the campus arrived, we have our training week, as you know, Soy. Um, and uh, I remember speaking to Bean in particular. And Bean was telling me that my campers at 678 should be lighting our campfire every night at camp. And this this terrified me because at home, <laughs> I, would, I would not let a six-year-old near a match at home. And a lot of parents would think exactly the same as I'm thinking now. Um, and I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll try it. I'll, we'll have a go. We'll see what happen won't be on fire um it was incredible to you know tell tell my campers yeah you can light this fire you can do it because i sort of think they expect us to say no this is too dangerous and yeah. they go no don't they love um it was brilliant they love lighting fires and it's such a nice example of something that at camp we say yeah go ahead go do that and um, whereas you might not get that at home uh, and i know I'd like to think a lot of campers go away with that memory of sort of starting the fire for the night. So the whole, you know, the whole cabin is thankful that they've managed to start this fire and it's just really nice for everyone to do. Awesome. What is your favorite part about living and working with campers? Oh, um, uh, my favorite part is, I just, I think my favorite part is, I mean, when I'm at home, especially this time of year when it's a little bit colder and it's a little bit darker in the mornings. Waking up is a bit of a, oh, I have to get out of bed. I have to go do this. <laughs> at camp, it's just not at all like that. You can wake up. You've got, you know, uh, myself, a lot of our campers, we all sleep outside on the deck quite a few nights. Uh, and we wake up, the sun's shining. You can hear the birds. You can hear the horses. And it's just, we all start singing. We sing in the morning. We like to run around. We like to dance. And then we like to be goofy. And it's just, I, I think that's my favorite part is the mornings go from having to get up to go and do something to, you know, oh, my gosh, it's morning already. We get to go and do everything now straight away. <laughs> and it's such an attitude to have in the morning. So, so what you're saying is when you're back at university – not so much just hopping out of bed singing in the morning? To be honest, when when it compared to getting up to go wakeboarding, getting up to go to a three-hour <laughs> lecture on, on differential equations is somewhat of a struggle. Not, <laughs> to not, get up not quite as exciting. I can understand that. Okay, fine. Uh, all right, well, we're talking about the real world. What parts of camp have you taken back to the real world with you? Um, this is fun because this, this is a cool time of year because it's sort of the furthest part and the furthest part from Thing. So it's the part of the year where I think camp sort of is the I'm least as camp right. as I can be. Right. Um, I think uh, we were speaking about this earlier this year. Um, grit is something from last summer that sort of stuck with me this year. Um, I definitely see myself thinking. Um, I can think of a few campers in particular, like they they I saw them wake um, sort of kneeboard, ski, and wakeboard for the first time this summer, and they were terrified of doing all of those things. <laughs> um, and there's been a few occasions this year where an opportunity has presented itself or, you know, something, like there's just something that's happening and I've been, oh God, that's, that sounds horrific. No. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and then you think back, you think back to being at Shaver and to, you know, getting in the water with campers and slowly convince them to put a leg in and then go up to their waist and more and more. And it's just like, well, they can do that. I can, I can go, I can finish this assignment a week early. I can, <laughs> right. I can put more, I can just be, go out, put myself out there a little bit more. Uh, leave just following on from their example from the summer. Young campers are very anxious about leaving home for two weeks and, and being at camp. Do you have any advice for campers who are anxious about coming to camp? Um, yes. First of all, being anxious about coming to camp is such a such a common thing. I My first ever time at camp was two years ago in 2015. 15 now yes I'm trying to remember years um in 2015 and i was terrified to live in a forest uh <laughs> for three months that scared that scared me to death um and i arrived and i met loads of people and i it was sort of one of those where it was it was never as bad as i thought it was going to be when i arrived it was you know it was a forest but you're surrounded by so many people who are all so happy to be there and you realize how lucky you are to be up there which is nice um, so as bad as it feels before you get there, it definitely is never going to be that bad when you arrive. Um, and well, it's going somewhere. One of the big, well, one of the things that I know causes a lot of anxiety is if you are going to camp without friends from school or without all the brothers and sisters and you're yeah. going out there, um, for your first time sort of on your own. Um, again, the thing to take from that was I, I see so many campers, especially in my age group, who come for the first time and they come not knowing people who have been to Gold Arrow before. Um, and, you know, there's so many people in that boat. You always have to think that you're going to find a friend in that. You're going to find people in the same situation. And camp's not like camp's not like the real world. You're, <laughs> you're having or just your friend. You have the best time with them. Your counsellors want to be your friends so much. We're so we're so desperate to be your friend when you arrive, and you know you're going to find so many. Um, so I, it's one of those. Once you arrive at camp, I promise you, it's never. If you are anxious and you are with, it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. It's actually so much better, and it will be such a fun two weeks. I I agree. I I showed up for the first time utterly terrified of camp, <laughs> and it took like. A day and a half before I was like, well, I guess I could just live here forever. That would be okay. <laughs> this is this would be fine. All right, Manners, let's wrap it up. Some speed round questions. What is okay. your favorite repeat after me song? Um, it is Princess Pat. Ah, oh, I love the Princess Pat. Favorite item on the salad bar? Uh, the banana peppers that oh. were there for like two weeks and then they disappeared. They were really and I've good. mentioned this as well those banana peppers were amazing oh. and then they just disappeared that's that's what makes them so amazing is they were there and then they weren't and you thought to yourself but i liked those <laughs> uh what's your favorite chapstick flavor uh it's gotta be monkey's mountain mint it, it can't does be indeed i have i have the mug in my office uh, <laughs> jealous mallows or popcorn mallows hands down yes yes and manners everybody listening to the podcast wants to know what's your real name um, oh, I'm so sorry. Look at the clock. We're all out of time. Manners. Yes, manners. We'll just go with that. Manners, thanks so much for being oh. on the podcast. In a world with far too much seriousness, far too much drama, we bring you something different. The joke of the cast. It's been raining a lot here in Central California recently, which is great. That means it's been snowing on the mountains, which means we're going to have a nice full lake this summer. But 
all those storms have got me thinking. And the basic question I've been asking myself is, do you know what clouds wear underneath their shorts? Thunderpants. And now, it's time for another Gaxpiration with Sunshine. This week's Gaxpiration comes from Taylor Swift. Maybe you're not meant to fit in. Maybe you're supposed to stand out. And with that, we come to the end of the podcast yet again. I want to thank Sunshine for the Gaxpiration. I want to thank Manners for coming on the show. Always good to have a nice interview like that. I really enjoyed it. I want to thank you for listening. Remember, you can share the podcast with anybody you want. Lots of people might benefit from this kind of thought, uh, especially people who maybe need a little pick-me-up. They need a little chuckle in their day. Uh, that's what we're here for. So thanks to you. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I'll save a marshmallow for you.